Phil, that was uh, Thomas Moore. Uh, lovely, uh, wonderful. Matter of fact, when we were talking to him, I have a friend who's a Trappist monk, been in a monastery yeah. for many years. It was the same voice. It was the same quality to the voice. I kept thinking I was uh, uh, listening to my friend. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, and, you know, I actually had the thought, had I grown up being exposed to religious people, growing up Catholic, that were like him, uh, it would have been a whole different ballgame. And my attitude toward uh, <laughs> yeah. Catholicism, towards religion in, in general, would, would be uh, different. I mean, it is, it, it evolves, it changes. I have uh, not the same opinion I had 10 years ago, but uh, I think it's more positive. But uh, folks like him really uh, are, are able to bring it out in a way uh, that uh, uh, one can appreciate the deeper uh, and, uh, meaning and importance of what they're doing. I'm sure he's had that experience many times when people say, I wish I'd uh, known a yeah. priest or a deacon or somebody like you. When I, I mean, I've had the right. experience, too. I grew up, you know, raised by atheists, but um, there were pious people around me. And um, my only experience with rabbis and priests were not very pleasant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, my, I, my, my, parents, <laughs> my parents were religious Catholic, but didn't see any, didn't ever uh, uh, think that there was anything particularly special about Catholicism, that any religion could be helpful and good, and it was really what was going on internally. So that was good. Now, he, uh, uh, and, and, and uh, I think had a, a very strong impact on me. Uh, I really like your question where you asked about who was Christ? Was he a man? Was he, a, uh, uh, was he the in, an incarnation of God and all? And people will argue about that like crazy. He had a great answer. It doesn't matter, you know. It, yeah. it was a history, whether he was an archetype or uh, he actually existed or whatever. And I don't know. I, I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but it was the teaching is what's important, not the the you know the uh, the teacher so much in, uh, and and uh, whether or not he uh, existed in the flesh or whatever. So and, and uh, that I think is a very important message. I mean, there will be people that hear that that argue very strongly against it. They'll feel that. The historic figure, the body uh, 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 that existed then and did whatever it did was important. But for me, it, it's really all about the teaching, whether or not uh, Jesus Christ existed uh, and walked around the planet, as the, as the Gospels say, I think is less important than uh, what uh, the teaching is today. Yeah, I, well, of course, for me, that's, that's uh, the case. Um, you know, Growing up in the way I did, you know, Christmas time would come and Catholics would be talking about the um, child of God and God's only son and all that stuff, and that seemed ridiculous to right. you know people in my in my family. It just seemed uh, like some absurd. You know, it might they might as well have been talking about you know Apollo and Athena. It was mythology. Right. And, and and now you get somebody like Thomas More uh, actually finding value in seeing him as a, a an archetypal figure right. like like the Greek uh, gods and others, and and that's a you know it's a great way of seeing it. And, and when I was older and already on my own spiritual path, and uh, I, when I read the Gospels for the first time, I did it only because I'd read people like Yogananda who had 
who I revered, and and they loved Jesus. And I said, well, Jesus, maybe I'm (laughs) I'm Uh missing something. So I read the Gospels, and to me it was like reading the Upanishads. It was this great spiritual teacher teaching, you know, what seemed to be universal uh, uh, ideas and and practices. And so I had a, a very different orientation to it, and I came to really love Christmas. And I can, you know, accept it in all its symbolic beauty and uh, love the music. Right. <laughs> right. If you haven't done it, I'd recommend reading the, uh, for God, reading the Gospels. I read them when I was like in my 40s, having I've been meditating uh, like for 20 years, reading a lot of uh, uh, Vedic literature, the Upanishads, uh, uh, you know, the Ramacharita Manasa, all of that. And then reading the Gospels with uh, sort of low expectations, but it exceeded my expectations. It was very powerful, very interesting, and it put the whole thought of Christianity, which I had uh, wasn't thinking very much about anymore, uh, in a new light. So I think uh, it's a worthwhile reading for anyone. And again, uh, yeah. I, I think his emphasis that, you know, it's the teaching, it's not about joining the club or the community or whatever. If somebody wants to do that, great, but, uh, and I think the emphasis has been backwards for many years where it's more about joining the club than it is about the teaching itself in many cases. And and as many people have said, it's become a teaching about Jesus rather than the teachings of Jesus. And um, I'd be very curious. I'm going to have to read his uh, Thomas More's uh, interpretations and translations of the four Gospels. Because, uh, you know, one I've often heard people say, oh, these... Um, the original Greek has been mistranslated and misconstrued and churchified and, you know, all that. And, you know, he, he talked about two words that um, are very uh, often said by, by certain people to, to have been misinterpreted, when, you know, and the whole notion of sin and repentance uh, these could turn out to be, uh, if he and others are right, just uh, ter- tragically misunderstood uh, messages. Yeah, I think that the key word there is tragically, because it, it really has uh, the concept of sin and hell and all this stuff has really damaged a lot of people psychologically. Uh, 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 and uh, I think it could be, all be from misinterpretation. It could be presented in, in a more accurate uh, way and in a much healthier way. Uh, and, and by the way, I wanted to ask you, Phil, uh, and, and I should tell our listeners, uh, read Phil's book, The Life of Yogananda, the story of the yogi who became the first modern guru out now on Amazon and everywhere else. Uh, and uh, you did a tremendous a amount of A good Christmas work. gift. A great Christmas gift, by the way. <laughs> and Yogananda uh, 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 wrote uh, a very long uh Treatise or book on on uh, on Christ and Christianity. What was it called? The, the, uh, well, he, to uh, the truth, he didn't write the, the book. It's called the Second Coming of okay, Christ. Right. The resurrection of right. the Christ within you. It's a huge two volume set. Right. And it was published uh, long after he passed. His uh, devotees. Okay. Um, assembled everything he said and wrote about uh, Jesus and the Christ message and uh, turned it into a, a beautiful two-volume set. Right. And, and by the way, um, yeah, for those that are interested in, in finding out more about the life of Yogananda, uh, I interviewed Phil. It's the only interview we didn't do together uh, on uh, 
spirit matters here that you, uh, on Yogananda. And then we did a series of about four or five That's interviews right. with folks who uh, had uh, intimate uh, connection to Yogananda, uh, his students and people that are expert on him. So that's fascinating. And it's something, if you, if you read uh, Phil's book, uh, if you read Autobiography of a Yogi, and if you uh, listen to that series we did, uh, you will uh, uh, get uh, great information about Yogananda, and I think uh, it will have a real impact on your life. So I'd recommend that. Do that for yourself. Thank you, Dennis. Yes. Thank Why you, Dennis. Well, it's but true. enough about me. Yeah, well, well um, it wasn't really. <laughs> we also, we, yeah. we should yeah. remind people uh, listening to the discussion that um, Thomas Moore's uh, course on online at spiritualityandpractice.com uh, is called A Universal Christmas, and uh, we would recommend uh, signing up for that. And, uh, of course, you can find out more about Thomas More on his website, and all of his books are available and so forth. And we're very happy that he was uh, with us. His website is thomasmoresoul.com. Great. We'll have that all posted up. And hey, if you enjoy listening to us, keep listening. Tell your friends about us. And if you can help Phil and uh, me uh, figure out how to monetize and and keep this going (laughs) forever, let us know because this is our gift to you. But we'd like to uh, stabilize it so we can continue uh, 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 doing these interviews. We've got some great people coming up uh, in the next few weeks, in the next few months, and uh, we'll continue uh, providing uh, our, our interviews. Phil, till next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Merry Christmas. And all the rest. Okay. <laughs>